Welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans and Jeff Shade, a show that simplifies the complexities of investments, taxes, retirement, and more so you can discover how to better sustain yourself and your wealth for years to come. Brian is a CPA with 30 years experience and a financial advisor, which brings a unique perspective to the financial world. This show is brought to you by Madrona Financial and CPAs, home of the Rooted Wealth Plan. Want a retirement plan designed to last 30 plus years? Go to madronafinancial.com and click Get Started to see what the Rooted Wealth Plan can do for you. And now, here are your hosts, Brian Evans and Jeff Shade. Thank you so much. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the radio show that gives you the straight talk and honest answers you need to help you reach your wealth management and retirement goals through smart investing and careful planning. My name's Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions, but the words of wisdom and solid advice, of course, come from Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial and CPAs. Brian, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks, Jeff. Always glad to hear that. Hope our listeners are doing well today, too. We've got another great show lined up for you. And by the way, if you're listening to to the program today and you want to remember something that we have said, but you don't have the opportunity to write it down and you don't have the opportunity to record it. There's this thing, Brian, they call them podcasts and I guess all the kids are listening to them, but we have joined the bandwagon of people with podcasts. So our show is a podcast. Go to wherever you get your podcasts. Simply search Growing Your Wealth, Brian Evans, and you'll find more than 300 shows there. There is bound to be one that applies to you. Well, Brian, I don't know about you, but I have noticed that the clock is ticking here in January. We're getting closer and closer to tax season. Now, you say the tax season hasn't officially begun at Madrona Financial and CPAs. When does it officially begin and what are your CPAs doing to prepare for it? Yeah, I mean, there are different components of tax season. Certainly in January, you know, we have some year-end stuff. We have a lot of a lot of people, they have a business and they use QuickBooks or some other accounting system, and they've been putting data into their system during the year. But since they aren't trained bookkeepers, maybe uh, often uh, it's not accurate. So one of the things we do is we clean up year-end financial statements. That's a big task. Uh, we do hundreds and hundreds of QuickBooks files, clean them up, get the balance sheet right. Once the balance sheet's right, your P&L's right. If your equity is right from year to year, et cetera, et cetera. So we go through line by line on that. We have some payroll that we work on and other year-end 1099s, that kind of thing. So January's more, more for that, just kind of the maintenance on the form requirements from the prior year. But uh, I'd say tax season really hits uh, beginning of February. Right through middle Mar- uh, of April, of course. We certainly grind it out then. Uh, it's a tough time for a CPA. <laughs> uh, it's not an easy profession during that time. I, I remember doing it year after year after year. I mean, you kind of get buzzed. Yeah, you kind of get excited about it and like geared up like it's a big adventure journey. You're going to see a lot of stuff talk to a lot of people, solve a lot of issues and all that. So you kind of get geared up, but towards the end, you're just like, oh, I'm ready for this to be over. <laughs> and looking forward to that April 15th deadline and then uh, being able to take a little time off. There's a lot of extensions that, that we end up doing because people just don't have everything ready. You know, can't get it ready on the 14th and come to us and go, hey, can you do our tax trim? Like, no. <laughs> uh, if you bring it in earlier than that, we can extend it, which is no big deal. A lot of people, oh, I can't extend my return. Won't they audit me? I'm like, no. The statistics do not show that the IRS audits more returns that are not extended than ones that are extended or vice versa. So that's not an issue. So generally the tax season will continue on through October 15th. And because people are procrastinators, and that's one of the reasons we have this show on the financial planning side of things, we know that 
people often procrastinate certain things and they put things off. They, they don't want to address things like their financial planning, don't want to go through that process as much, but we're trying to encourage them, go ahead and do it. It won't be as painful as you think. But same thing with taxes. I mean, people will often sit on them for a while and, and then, uh, you know, come in towards April 15th. That's when it gets really crazy. And then again, towards October 15th, uh, you know, they put it, oh, I don't have to do it right away. And then October comes and go, oops, I got two weeks left. And I'm sure my accountants are pretty busy. So we encourage you to get it done earlier. But yeah, our, our tax season is kind of funny that way. And then uh, after October 15th, it really slows down. The CPA firm does not slow down at the financial advisory firm because that's when we're thinking about year-end planning and Roth conversions and, and talking to our CPAs about that and getting a lot of what-if what scenarios run by our financial advisors working with our CPAs. Well, I've learned that every day is tax day. I mean, it's always tax season at Padrona Financial and CPAs because the two are so intertwined together, financial planning and CPAs. And I always love that cartoon. It's still on the refrigerator there in the kitchen, Brian. If you go up and look at it, it's a little cartoon that says, I'm sorry for what I said to you during tax season. <laughs> Even though... Yeah. That's one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the cartoons up there. But, you know, the CPAs are always in a good mood. They're just very, very busy during tax season. And we're really lucky to have a team like that that operates so cohesively together. And there are a number of CPAs that are also financial advisors. Brian, let's start the uh, conversation here by talking about why Madrona was created. Yeah, I think it's important to give a little background on who we are, where we came from, and where we're at. I started out as a CPA in Bellevue, worked there and in Edmonds, and eventually in Everett for Bob Bauer. And we had a CPA firm and still have it, and that's all I was going to do for my career. Be a good career. I was really good at being a CPA, and we have a full-service firm. It was growing and all of that. But as the years went by, about 15 years into my career, I realized that I was having meetings and they were getting a little frustrating because people really trusted my advice. And same with Bob. They trusted his advice. They wanted his input. They didn't want the input from salespeople. They didn't want the input from other people they knew didn't know as much. And they, they knew that we were very knowledgeable and caring people that, that could help them. And they'd ask us questions about, well, should I invest in this? Or what should I do here with my money and all that stuff? And we'd have to sit on our hands and go... I'm sorry, I cannot advise you. I am not licensed. That was very frustrating because there's a lot of stuff we want to talk about, we feel like we know about, but we couldn't. We weren't licensed to give investment advice as a professional, you have to be licensed. You have to be licensed uh, with the state securities or the SEC. And so not having that license, not being registered investment advisors, we weren't able to provide that. And they were getting advice from essentially salespeople that got licensed. And salespeople that they were getting the advice from generally didn't have very much breadth of knowledge in income taxes, estate planning, trust planning, the business succession, real estate, all these different things. So it was really bad. The people that can give them advice aren't qualified, and the people that were qualified aren't allowed to give them advice. So that was kind of the world of being a CPA for me, and it was very unnerving. And so I spent some time, Bob and I did, and we kind of researched things out, and we did not believe the world needed more financial advisors. There are so many financial advisors out there. Go to any strip mall, there's one there. You know, open up the phone book. You've got the big firms uh, with the stadiums named after their companies. They got offices with dozens and dozens and dozens of advisors. And they're all kind of doing the same thing, selling the same product for the most part, uh, selling whatever the company says to sell. And so it's pretty much a sales game for a lot of them. Not all. There's a lot of really good advisors out there give really good advice. But there's a lot of them out there that, you know, pretty homogenous product offering. 
And so we didn't think the world needed another one, but we did think the world needed a CPA advisor. There weren't CPA advisors out there hardly at all. In fact, very few when we started on a handful in the state of Washington. In fact, the Washington Society of CPAs came out with some advice for CPAs saying, do not enter this industry. We don't want you to do that. And so I challenged that. I said, well, what was it, that you don't want us to or we're not allowed to? And Well, we, we don't encourage it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that means... That's different than we're not allowed to. And so I, I decided we, we needed to, to start the company so we could do full service advice with the tax aspects. So I hadn't been in the business. So I got in my car. I drove to Olympia to the Secretary of State in the finance area. And I had a meeting with them. And I said, how do I do this? How do I set up a proper investment advisory company? And they were dumbfounded. They mm-hmm. said, nobody has ever done that. Nobody has ever come to us. <laughs> I said, well, I've been reading up on it, and I understand you're going to audit me automatically in a year, so I might as well talk to you now so we can get it right. Yeah. I'm an auditor. <laughs> so, right. They're like, huh. So that, that was kind of an interesting thing. So I started that, uh, Bob and I did, in 1999, and never looked back. So like I said, the world didn't need another registered investment advisor. The world needed one that could handle all those different topics I just mentioned. Well, Brian, it's not that your average CPA does not want to help you with your investments and your financial planning. As you said, they're just not licensed to do that. They can't legally do that. What is the other difference you think between just a CPA and a CPA who's also an advisor? Yeah, you know, as a CPA, and I, you know, I've talked to other CPAs and they talk to their clients. One of the things is a lot of people think, well, I have a CPA, so they're looking out for my investments. They're looking out for my my finances. I'm like, well, first off, I just mentioned they're not really licensed to talk about that. So even the ones that do talk about it, they're probably not supposed to to much of a degree. But even the ones that do, you have to be a little careful with that because their focus and my focus, I'll say my focus, when I was a CPA for 15 years, my focus was on in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. I was always, if it's 2023, I was focused on 2022, or if they hadn't filed for a couple of years, 2021, or whatever. I was never in 2023. Mm-hmm. I was always in the last year. I'd, I, you know, I'd fill out my write a check and try and put the date, and I'm like, ah, what year is it? Because <laughs> I've been looking at 2022 tax forms all year, and it's right. really 2023. So you know, it, you're always focused on their rearview mirror and getting things right from the past. Now, one of the things about the past is. I've had people come to me and go, well, I made these decisions on my transaction. How'd I do? I'm like, oh, I would have done it differently or advised you differently. Well, can we go back and change it? I'm like, no. I mean, uh, that was last year. I, I, we can't change that. You had a real uh, recognized transaction. I, I can't change that after the fact. There are some things you can, but most of them you cannot. And so always with the rearview mirror, you know, for the CPA, as opposed to a financial advisor whose job is, is not so much a rearview mirror, it's more of a snapshot of where we're at now going forward. Uh, so going forward on your investments and going forward with the planning. And as I mentioned, CPAs can be really good at business succession, real estate, estate planning, income tax planning, trusts, all of that, which also can be forward looking. But financial advisors aren't really trained in a lot of those areas very much. They're trained in investments. And so now we got this problem. Like, well, you just said the CPA is more trained to look forward, yet they're looking backwards. And the ones that aren't trained so much are the ones looking forward. That doesn't really solve it unless they're working together. And so that, that is one of the points I wanted to bring up. 
We're talking with Brian Evans here of Madrona Financial and CPAs, and we're talking about some of the things that a CPA and an advisor might see on your 1040 that just a CPA might not see at all. Brian, what are some of the other things that just a regular CPA may miss on the tax form that you as an advisor CPA and the other people in the office there that are advisor CPAs may see? Yeah. So when I was a CPA, one of the other things I would say is I was not current on investments, options, product options in the investment world, strategies like that, because that's just not where we're trained because that's, that's we're trained in the, the tax law. And so we aren't trained in, you know, premium finance, fixed index, universal life or Delaware statutory trusts or 1031 exchanges or how annuities can work to provide increasing lifetime cash flow, all those kinds of things. That is not something CPAs cover in their continuing education. It's not something in their books. It's not something at all. It'd be something they'd have to find on their own. And since they're not licensed to even talk about those things, they, they probably aren't going to do that. So one of the things I think is missing from the typical, well, I have a CPA and I have my advisor downtown. I assume they're working together. And let me assure you, they aren't. A little story on that before I jump into what I'm looking at on the tax turn. In my first 15 years of being a CPA, I came to the realization that the number of stockbrokers and investment advisors that had called me as my client's CPA to ask advice on where they're at tax-wise before they made recommendations in 15 years totaled a grand sum total of zero. I had zero calls in 15 years from financial advisors working with my clients. Zero. Mm. That is not a made-up number. It's just astounding to me. And there were so many mistakes made. I, I remember I... I was doing somebody's tax turn, so here's an example. So what I was looking at it when I just started doing the investment advisory, and I'm looking at a tax return, and I see municipal bond interest, and knowing that that's tax-free, right? But you don't get as much interest. You know, the interest rates are, are lower because it's tax-free. So I called up the advisor and I said, have you looked at their tax return? And they're like, well, no. I'm like, well, did you know that they have a $1.5 million net operating loss carry forward and they're in the 0% bracket and they don't pay income tax? Hmm. And you've got uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of their money in municipal bonds that aren't earning market rates because they're tax-free, but their tax rate is zero? And he was like, oh, yeah, um, we have a problem. And <laughs> yeah. so that was one of the things I noticed, yeah. you know, just early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look at taxable interest and go, okay, if you're going to have money earning interest, is it in the right things? Because as a CPA, I go, well, I got the 1099 that said they made $5,000 interest from this bank account and it was at a half a percent. So, you know, they have a million dollars there. And I got the number, the five grand in the right box on the tax return. The tax return is accurate. Well, a CPA advisor like myself ago, and 0.5% return stinks. <laughs> maybe we should put them into a fixed annuity that, that pays maybe 4% or whatever it pays, and they could have $40,000 instead of $5,000 on the same amount. So that's where, you know, I, I might look at it differently. I might go, is that a good thing or not? As opposed to, well, I got the, the number in the right box and I filled out Schedule B. If I'm looking at Schedule C, I'm seeing income there. I'm not seeing wages. I, you know, it's a sole proprietor. And uh, I'm going, well, why are we on a Schedule C? You're, you don't have liability protection like you would with an LLC. And you're paying 2X on your Social Security and Medicare tax. We could fix that. We can make this better by doing uh, setting up an LLC, electing S-Corp status for income tax purposes and setting a salary to take advantage of certain things. And, you know, I, I can go on and on, you know, or a retirement contribution through your Schedule C, especially on Schedule E. I, when I see rentals and, and real estate, investment real estate with really 
poor cash flow, high repairs tells me it's old. Fully depreciated also tells me it's old. Big gains, opportunity for better cash flow, maybe doing 1031 exchange in Delaware Statutory Trust. I might see businesses on Schedule E and, and uh, along with the real estate. And I'm going to come up, well, what's your exit strategy for these and have those discussions. Whereas when I was a CPA, that was not the topic of conversation. It was getting the K-1 finished for that company that they owned. It was getting all the expenses and income for the rentals, making sure it flowed through to, to the right forms on the tax return and getting the tax return accurate. The focus was not on the opportunity. So again, I said most stockbrokers aren't trained in that opportunity analysis of a tax return, like like all of them, pretty much all. And so it's so important to have somebody that is looking at and focused on both to get the best solutions. We're talking with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs. Our topic this week is looking for things on your 1040 that a CPA advisor will see that at a standalone CPA may not. And we're going to continue this conversation in just a moment. Meantime, if you're listening to this program and you'd like a little help with your financial plan and uh, the CPA part, the tax part of your financial plan, we invite you to log on to madronafinancial.com. There at the very top, there's a Get Started button, which will allow you to get your rooted wealth analysis or your rooted wealth plan, which does include tax planning. It doesn't cost you anything to get this. It's an opportunity for you to get the conversation started. And I think that you'll find that it'll be very, very beneficial for you and your financial plan. And while you're there, scroll down about two-thirds of the way down the website there. You will see an opportunity to download our newest book, Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement, which does include a lifestyle plan, a growth plan, protection plan, a tax plan, a health care plan, a gift plan, and a legacy plan. Again, you can click on the button right there to download your copy. You can also get a copy by texting RADIO to 833-673-7373. That's RADIO to 833-673-7373 to get your digital copy of 7 Steps to a Successful Retirement. If you want a hard copy, we can send that off to you too. You can simply text to 833-673-7373 and say, I want a hard copy of your 7 Steps book. Brian, did you know that according to the World Health Organization, there are 50 million people in the world that suffer from dementia? Throughout hundreds of years in Scandinavia, they have had a routine of a sauna session followed by an ice-cold plunge, and they found that that is promoted as beneficial to health, and among those ailments would be Alzheimer's and dementia. They studied this for about 20 years, and they found that it lowered the risk for both Alzheimer's and dementia and did provide those physical benefits. They also did experiments on mice with this as far as Alzheimer's and dementia goes. I don't know how you test something like that on a mouse. Do, do, do the mice forget where the cheese is? But anyway, they, they went from the sauna to the ice cold bath and it, it did find that the mice improved their memory a great deal. That's one of the reasons why you said you're so happy in Hawaii because you do that. You go from a sauna to an ice cold plunge. Yeah, I, I tend to, when I go to Hawaii, I go to the spa there, and they, they have the steam room and the and the really hot sauna and then the big hot pools and then the cold plunge pools, and, and then I can repeat that, and the showers in between, it's, it's kind of refreshing. Yeah. I, I didn't know I was I was uh, solving dementia. That's probably why I'm so sharp on the radio, yeah. right, because I've been doing that. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I can be sharp for a long time. I'll, I'll, uh, now that I've heard that, I'm going to keep doing that. I'll do it even more when I go. Well, as I said, studies do show that it does help. It's a little uncomfortable for a couple of minutes there, but just keep that in mind when you go from the sauna to the ice-cold bath. Brian, let's continue our conversation here about what a CPA can't see on a tax form. 
Yeah, I just talked about some of the things I look for as a CPA advisor, some opportunities there. Now, the other thing about being a CPA that I found frustrating is that there's a lot of things I cannot see when I look at a 1040 and that your CPA cannot see. So for instance, we don't know what you have in your retirement accounts or annuities. We don't know the fair market value. We might see, oh, you have $16,000 of dividend income. Well, I don't know what kind of stock portfolio you have. If that's at you know, 2%, maybe you have you know X amount of money. I, I don't know. We don't know about future projected changes in your financial life, inheritances, that kind of thing. Do you have life insurance coverage? Is it permanent or term that's going to run out? Do you have long-term care insurance? What's your cash flow going to be? What's your legacy plan, your estate plan? Do you have a credit shelter trust provisions in your will? All of this stuff is not identified on an income tax return. So the best CPA in the world could not give you proper financial planning advice, even if they were licensed, if that's all they were doing is looking at your tax return. Now, that is why you'll hear on our show, if you listen to us, we're always encouraging people to do an updated financial plan with us because that financial plan will absolutely look at retirement accounts, annuities, valuations, projected changes, cash flow, life insurance, long-term care, legacy assets, all that kind of thing, along with the analysis of the tax return. And so, again, that is there's a big reason why most of the CPAs that I know aren't really brought into the planning stage. The planner is generally the financial advisor, again, that doesn't have access or doesn't even ask for that tax return in the first place to do the important analysis of how that interplays with your financial planning. So I'm just summarizing here again the importance of not just having a CPA and having a financial advisor. That's great. But uh, if they're not on the field at the same time, they're not really working together. And as I mentioned, I went through my whole career without getting a call from one. And I, I did a lot of tax returns. So there's plenty of, there were thousands of opportunities for advisors to call me to ask, well, what do you think about the tax implications of my strategies and so forth? Never happened. And so that does happen here because we're one and the same. Our, our advisors have full access to our CPA firm. Some of our advisors are also CPAs, but more to the point is we're working together. We, we team up with people. My advisors are teamed up with CPAs. So we're, we're always talking about this stuff. When they have a question, they might call Chris. Joel or myself, who are both advisory CPAs, and run through the scenarios and come up with good suggestions. So we have a different kind of firm here, definitely integrated in that respect to make sure that we can uh, help our clients fully. Our program is called Growing Your Wealth. Glad you could join us this week. We're talking with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs about tax forms and things that a CPA advisor may see that a standalone CPA may not. And once again, want to remind you, go to our website, which is madronafinancial.com. Click on the Get Started button at the top to get started on your rooted wealth analysis. It'll just take a couple of minutes, but it will get the conversation started for you. And it is well worth your time. MadronaFinancial.com and click on the Get Started button. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how your financial advisor and CPA work together so you benefit. Growing Your Wealth will be right back with even more ways to help sustain yourself and your wealth for years to come. Would you be upset if you discovered your financial professional couldn't tell you everything you'd like to have known when making financial decisions? It happens more often than you might expect. The license your financial professional holds can affect the information you're given. 
Many have the licenses needed to talk about investments, but very few are CPAs and can provide you with tax advice. Without being able to talk about the tax consequences, it can become difficult to see the full weight of a financial decision. That's why it's so important to find a team of CPAs and advisors that work together to give you comprehensive advice. That's why the CPAs and advisors at Madrona Financial are making a significant difference among those who want comprehensive financial planning. If the financial advice you need involves taxes, consider working with the CPAs and advisors at Madrona Financial and see what you're missing. Go to madronafinancial.com and get started for free today. That's madronafinancial.com. This is Brian Evans from Madrona Financial, and I'm here to tell you that issues with your estate could be a major headache, but can be easily avoided. Call us for a retirement readiness review at 844-MADRONA, and we'll discuss your current estate plan. The last thing that you want is your estate to go to the government, a trustee, or to people you don't even know. What about the stress of being executor when you don't know what was desired or where assets are? And in the end, there may not be a whole lot left over, and there's a good chance that it will cause bad blood among your family. What would happen to your assets if your spouse remarries after you pass? What about your kids, their spouses, and your grandkids? You've earned it, saved it, and now it's time to protect it. And we'll make it easy to give you the guidance you need. Call Madrona Financial today for a free retirement readiness and estate plan review. Our number is 844-MADRONA, that's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A, or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. Looking for safer investments? Wish you had a bond alternative? There are many alternative options out there that you may or may not be familiar with. Each has its own benefits and detriments. Not all products make sense for all investors. That's why it's so important to know what's available to you and then have an open discussion with CPAs and advisors who can help you see the big picture. That's why if you work with Madrona Financial and the team of CPAs and advisors, you'll get the good, the bad, and the ugly of each investment option so you can make the right decision for you and your wealth. Madrona Financial takes its fiduciary responsibility seriously and wants to provide you with as many options as possible that are in your best interest. Consider working with the CPAs and advisors at Madrona Financial and see what you're missing. Go to madronafinancial.com and get started for free today. That's madronafinancial.com. Tired of only getting half the story? That's why it's so important to get your financial information from a CPA and an advisor like Brian Evans. Now let's get back to some of the most comprehensive financial information around. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial and CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about how Madrona Financial works with other CPAs. And Brian, we talked a little bit about this in the first part of the program there, but let's start off this part of the program with uh, talking about how we as end consumers can help our advisor and CPA work together so that we benefit. Yeah, the one thing I want to talk about, because this gets brought up a lot, so someone will come to us and they'll go, wow, I really like your program, Seven Steps to Successful Retirement. Who doesn't want a successful retirement? Who doesn't want growth, cash flow, liquidity, security, and tax savings looked at? I want everything you have. And they're like, well, the problem is I have a CPA. I really like them. been working together with them for a long time. I'm sure you guys are fine, but do I have to move my stuff over to you? I'm like, no, absolutely not. We encourage people that want to use Madrona Financial for their financial planning investment advisory services to keep your own CPA. 
It is not easy to find good CPAs. If you've got a relationship for years and years, keep that CPA. CPAs, if you're listening, you can send your clients to us. We're not going to ask them to move their stuff over to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to work with you. We speak your language. Uh, that you know, when people say, you bilingual? Yeah, I say, yeah, I know English and tax code. <laughs> so two languages. CPA speak. We, <laughs> we're, we're bilingual here. We want to work with someone else's CPA. And then together, we're better than we are working separately. As I mentioned in the last segment, most advisors, investment advisors, never call their CPA. Now, why is that? I think a lot of people, oh, is that real? Why wouldn't my advisor? I, I assume my advisor was calling my CPA. And I do not assume that. <laughs> Probably is not happening. One of the reasons is, now, I travel the country and go to seminars of other financial advisors there. Uh, sometimes it's 100 of them. Sometimes it's 400 of them. I'm one of the national coaches for the hundreds of, of advisors. So I get up on stage and I, I give my talks about how to, I'm, they call me a model office. Mm-hmm. So uh, accordingly, the other firms are trying to emulate some of the things that we're doing, maybe a couple pieces here and there to try and have a type of office that we, you know, not the same kind of office, but at least uh, best practices. And so uh, I give my speeches, I talk to these guys and, and one of the common threats, always, 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 virtually every advisor there will agree that if their client goes to their CPA after meeting with them, the CPA will kill their deal. They kill them. They say, no, don't do that. Don't do that. One of the jokes I tell, and everybody's nodding their head. I mean, everybody's nodding their head. You got somebody and they said, well, I went to my banker. I said, I've got a bunch of money. What should I do? The banker says, you should invest in a CD. So then I went to my strip mall person and they said, you should put your money into the stock market, Mm -hmm. stocks and bonds. 60-40. 60-40. Okay. And then I went to an insurance guy. I went to a seminar or a dinner seminar, and they said, yeah, I should put all my money in annuities. And then I talked to my real estate agent. And he said, yeah, you got to buy rental houses. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really confused. I got four professionals and all four different answers. So I finally went to my CPA. I said, should I do these or which one should I do? And the CPA confidently said, don't do any of those. Wow. Those are bad. Great. Okay. What should I do? Well, the CPA has to respond, well, I can't tell you that. I'm not licensed. And they're all nodding exactly. They kill our deals. They say, do not invest in those things because they're bad. And they don't even know why they're bad. I've had CPA, oh, I hate annuities. I hate stock market. I hate rentals. I hate whatever. They, they hate everything. And they don't even know what they do anymore. They don't study the product. Right. That's not part of their curriculum. If you go to your CPA and they say, well, don't do that annuity. Well, can you tell me the benefits and detriments of this annuity, particular annuity that you just told me not to do? Boy, you'll get you'll get a long pause. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I just know that uh, I don't like them. And you don't know why, do you? Yeah. Well, I'm sure I do, but I don't recall. <laughs> you know, and that that's the nature of our industry. I'm just Telling the truth right now, that is how it goes. CPAs tend to kill deals because they don't know the product. And so I'm not bagging on CPA. I'm just saying that's kind of the, how things are going uh, often with the feedback I get. So if your CPA is uh, hopefully the one you want to keep is very interested in your benefit. They want good things to happen to you. If we're working with you on your financial planning, we can work with your CPA really well. And how I mean by that is one of the things we might do is say, okay, Mr. CPA, we've identified that there's some 
some Roth conversion possibilities here. We've identified 1031 exchange possibilities. We want to make sure we have assets eligible for a step-up in basis if they're a certain age. Uh, they want to do gifting. They want to, you know, whatever. They, they have changes in their life. And we want to work with that CPA to do the what-if scenarios to provide for the best solution for the client. Your CPA, what they'll find when they work with us, they go, wow, these people are really proactive. This is the first advisory firm I've worked with that wants to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm telling you, though, as a client who's listening to this, if you come in and see us and you like our investment strategy and, and wealth management, successful retirement strategies and so forth, and you want to hire us, you're going to have to put in a little work to talk to your CPA to get them to work with us, generally speaking. Most of them are a little reticent about talking to financial advisors, and the reason is they've had bad experiences. Hmm. So if they've had a lifetime of bad experiences, you can't go to them and go, hey, call my advisor. It'll be really awesome. He said so on the radio. (laughs) It's not going to be enough. So we might want to set up a three-way call with the advisor and your CPA and yourself to kind of talk about how we can work together. I I think it's so critical. But the point of this piece of, of our show is that a lot of people think they can't use us unless they use our CPA services too. Mm-hmm. You do not have to use our CPA services. You probably need a CPA. Certainly, uh, uh, one of the reasons you may need a CPA, uh, you might have a somewhat complex return. You go, well, I can figure it out myself. I Every year, I do my own tax return. I fill out the 10 pages. I send it in. Well, if you take that same set of data to a CPA firm, you might find you have a 40-page tax return. And those other 30 pages are requirements by the IRS. When you don't have those, the alternative minimum tax pages and the the other schedules that are supposed to be input, uh, passive activity, loss carry forward schedules, and all those different kinds of things that you go, "Ah, I don't really know what that is. If you don't have them, your chances of being audited go way up. And so that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, the tax law is so complex that people just don't have access to the type of tax programs or training they need to do the the return to maybe lower your audit risk. But aside from that, if you have a CPA, again, it's okay to keep that CPA and work with us. So I wanted to make sure it's very clear because that's a big misconception from a lot of people that come in. And we're not saying that your CPA isn't good at what they do, but I mean, sometimes they need a little help and it is a friendly collaboration. I mean, imagine having 11 Tom Brady's on a football team or or maybe a top gun pilot without a navigator or rally driver or something like that. They're good on their own, but when they collaborate with other people to help them, they're even better. And Brian, even the best doctors will offer to get a second opinion or they'll encourage you to get a second opinion. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a very good point. I mean, it should be one plus one equals five. And unfortunately, right now, what I see is CPAs working with a lot of advisors is one plus one is still one. I mean, it just doesn't, doesn't move the needle because they don't talk to each other. I would like one plus one equal five. And so I can't imagine a situation where somebody has somewhat of a complex, you know, have some investments and, and different different things going on where I couldn't have a conversation with their CPA and come up with something to benefit that client. It's hard to imagine that I wouldn't have that conversation because, you know, we're looking at other things too. And, and it could be as simple as a tax preparer. I did not ask for people's recent will or living trust. It just wasn't one of the checklist items I asked for. As a financial advisor, I do. I want to make sure because I'm working with higher net worth people that in the state of Washington, a married couple is worth over $2.2 million. They have a credit shelter trust provision in their will or living trust. Just 
one thing. You know, there's so many things that we might ask for that they don't. So working together, we can benefit each other. It would be very collaborative. It's very positive. We never look at it and go, oh, we don't like how you did this or that or the other. That's not what we do. We look at the opportunity presented of working with your CPA and say, how can we together make this better for you? I don't know how that can be a bad thing. Again, a second opinion can't be a bad thing. It might be a very good thing. It can't be a bad thing in this case. So I feel very strongly about that. I want to work, we want to work with other CPAs that have clients that are interested in working with us so they get the best of both worlds. Brian, another advantage that you have that a standalone CPA does not have is that you have a lot of tools available to you. And in specific, there's this thing called Holista Plan. What is that? How does it work? Yeah, one of the things that we we do is we ask for a tax return and then we can scan it into this software. The software reads the tax return and then produces a report. It'll tell us what marginal brackets you're in, uh, how much capital gains you can have before you're in the next brackets on that. And it'll tell us what your Medicare surcharge is. It tells us how much more income you'd have before you go to the next levels on that. Oh, capital loss carry forwards, non-deductible carry forwards, charitable carry forwards, all these kind of data points that is very hard to just determine on your own. It might take your CPA hours to do. Your financial advisor can't do that on their own if they even asked for your tax return, which most I don't think do. And so we can put it in this program and virtually instantaneously get this report. Now, the report doesn't solve anything. The report is all the data we need to make good decisions and have see tax planning opportunities. But all the data is there. So you can hire a CPA for hours and hours and hours trying to pour through your returns to figure all this stuff out. Or we can scan it in. We don't charge additionally for that. Our clients get this along with the seven steps to successful retirement, updated financial plans, lots of stuff, the Holista plan, the analysis by our accounting staff of Holista plan working with the advisor here. But if you have your own CPA, we'll take that tax return, put it in there. We'll work with your CPA to talk about some of the opportunities there. I think your CPAs would love it. I think they're going, I wish all my clients were with Madrona because, <laughs> boy, they're, they're really getting access to uh, real solutions based on very good data that we've extracted easily from scanning it into Holista plan. We're talking with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs. Brian, let's go back to the Tom Brady analogy. It really is difficult to do everything if you're just one person. Yeah, I I love that analogy because I'm thinking, well, uh, why do you need a team? Can't you just have, you know, just one person that's really good at everything? Well, you know, who's the greatest football player of all time? Who's the GOAT? Tom Brady. Can you imagine Tom Brady blocking for himself? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Or or running a pass route? Yeah. Well, you'd have to have a sandwich while you wait for him to get down down (laughs) downfield. He's not a very fast guy. Yeah. I don't think he's ever made a block in his career. He you know, he, he's got his part on that team. Right. Uh, I think about some of the other goats out there, you know, maybe it was Wayne Gretzky. He'd be a lousy enforcer. I remember any time there was a fight, it, boy, he was right to the bench. He oh, was yeah. like, okay, I'm not getting hurt. thugs get out there. I, I ain't doing that. Or Babe Ruth, well, he could pitch and hit, but he'd be a lousy shortstop. He's yeah. not very, very quick with <laughs> on that first step <laughs> with a, holding a, a cigar in one hand and a beer in the other. You yeah. Know? He, he wouldn't have been the best either. So, yeah, you need teams with different uh, attributes, and that's why we work well. You know, CPAs and, and advisors should work well together because they complement, should complement each other. 
But uh, the analogy is you got one trying to say they're, they're going to do it all. I got, you know, financial advisors out there on the radio. They're all out there saying, oh, we do tax planning. Really? Do you? Are you got a CPA on? No. And, you know, I just shake my head. Okay, you say you do what I do, but I, I don't know if you do it qualitatively. I mean, Tom Brady can block poorly. <laughs> <laughs> you can say he blocks. Yeah. And, you know, he'll get pancaked mm-hmm. right? and it'll slow the guy down like a fraction of a second, maybe, as he steps on Tom Brady's chest and, <laughs> and nails the quarterback. But you know, you see my analogy here. Yeah, uh, yeah, you might yeah. say you do something. Do you do it well? You know, what's the qualitative aspect of that? And again, back to the qualitative, uh, let people do what they do well. Let your CPA do what they do well. Let us as your advisor working with your CPA do what we would do well together. As a team, we can get a better outcome. And as you said, a team effort is so much better than the individual effort. It's, uh, you know, teams that win championships. And for our listeners out there, if you're listening to this program and you like what Brian has been talking about, of course, you can get Brian and the CPAs and advisors at Madrona Financial and CPAs on your team by going to Madrona madronafinancial.com and clicking on that get started button at the very top of the page there. It's uh, just a couple of questions and it begins a conversation about your rooted wealth analysis. How deep are your financial roots? Are they deep enough to survive the next financial storm or the storm we're in right now? Get the Madrona professionals on your team by clicking on that get started button and get the conversation started about your wealth and your retirement. And also while you're there, scroll to the bottom of the page and you can download our fine book, Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement. Very simple to do. This is a great book. I've got it in front of me right now. And you can download that digital copy. Or if you're listening to the program, you can text RADIO to 833-673-7373. I'll repeat that number again, 833-673-7373. Text RADIO to that number and you can download your digital copy of 7 Steps. And if you want, we can also send you out a hard copy. Once again, it is 833-673-7373 to get your copy of 7 Steps to a Successful Retirement. Brian, we're going to get back to the show here in a moment, but I found an interesting article. We talked about this before. These are states where retirees are moving to and retirees are moving from. What do you think was the most popular? popular destination for retirees moving to a new state? Uh, I'm going to guess Florida or Texas. Uh, There you go. Florida was the most popular destination, followed by North Carolina, Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia. About one in eight retirees who relocated out of state reported doing so to cut housing expenses and things are a lot cheaper in those markets. The places where people are moving from, the number one state, Brian, is Oregon. 9.8% of the people are moving out of Oregon, citing expenses, followed by Maryland, Idaho, Texas, and Virginia. But when you move to a new state, you don't just consider the financial part of it. I mean, there's the lifestyle part of it too, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are, there are some states, uh, I I think a lot of people are are my clients, which isn't the median of income in the United States or certainly on the upper end of that. They're more interested not in cutting costs. They're interested in cutting taxes. Right. So that's why I mentioned Texas in my thought, because I'm hearing people move into tax-free states because they have a lot of, of income. And so that's a bigger piece of their pie than their expenses going out, you know, a couple percentage points difference. So they're they're looking at states like Florida and Texas 
and Tennessee and so forth to move to, you know, make sure that they're getting you know, tax-free states. You know, there are some tax-free states. I think one of the Dakotas or, or Alaska, you know, but your lifestyle, you have to consider <laughs> how do you handle, you know, 20 below yeah. weather. So like, Well, Tennessee's a tax-free state, too, and a lot of people moving there because of the lower cost of living. Yeah, there's a lot of people moving there. What's interesting, I think we're going to see some additional people moving to other states yeah. because yeah. I noticed that bordering Arkansas and Mississippi, both of their, their governors are going, well, wait a second, Tennessee is killing it right now. Nashville is on fire. They've got all this stuff going on. People are moving there. Uh, people like the climate enough, and they like the the scenery, and and they border. You know, they're kind of border states, and we don't have anything going on here. We're always 48th and 49th on every single economic list of the United States, whether you're talking Mississippi or Arkansas or 50th. And they're going, well, maybe if we get rid of our income tax, we can get some people with some dough to move here that want to you know invest in our state. And so I think in the future, you'll be seeing maybe other states like Arkansas, Mississippi, thing, states you don't think about. Well, I didn't used to think about Tennessee as a destination state. Yeah. I do now. So I, I'll bet we'll, we'll see that in the years ahead. So if you're thinking about moving to Florida, the number one destination to move to, remember that old Jim Stafford song from the 70s, I don't like spiders and snakes. And I'm going to add to that alligators, humidity, and a number of different things, too. So keep that in mind if you are planning to move to the Sunshine State. We're talking with Brian Evans here of Madrona Financial and CPAs, and we're talking about ways that you might be able to help your CPA and advisor to get a better financial solution. Brian, earlier in our conversation, you talked about being audited. And I think that if a CPA and advisor work together on a tax form, correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to minimize your chances of being audited. What does trigger an audit, do you think, that a CPA advisor such as yourself and the CPA advisors at Madrona Financial can help you with as far as being audited? Yeah, I did want to talk about this because I meet a lot of people that are very intelligent, very smart people. They do a lot of reading and so forth. They're do-it-yourselfers. And I'll say a do-it-yourselfer might prepare their own tax return and a do-it-yourselfer might invest their retirement assets. And that's fine. A lot of people are very good at investing uh, during their lifetime and they invest in their business or real estate and markets and all that stuff. But then as they re- uh, approach retirement, uh, they might come to us for not because they're not smart and, and can't read and, and do all that kind of stuff. But one of the things about do-it-yourself tax returns is that the tax, as I mentioned earlier, tax code is very uh, complex and there are a lot of filing requirements that are kind of under the radar, uh, additional forms that the IRS wants to see attached to your return, whether, again, for alternative minimum tax calculations, the different depreciation methods used for that, all, all this different kind of stuff. So there's a lot of stuff there. So I think that one of the things that if you're doing it yourself, you're just not going to be aware of all this stuff that, that needs to be on a tax return, increasing your risk of audit. Now, not every return generates audits, you know, just based on that. But I would say that from the the ones I've seen, and most audits, by the way, are computer-generated audits. Mm-hmm. So if the IRS computer says, you're missing some forms, we're going to send you notices, or our matching wasn't done right. You know, they get 1099s, and maybe you get multiple reported 1099s. And you got a 1099 reported to you, and you put it on your schedule, some other schedule. Maybe it's on a K-1 or whatever flowing through that. And you're not quite sure how to file that that report so the IRS doesn't try and double dip you. And so um, there's a lot of 
you know, we know how to do that. And nominee distributions and returns and, and putting the right, right uh, indications on the right forms, all that kind of stuff. To avoid the IRS and coming back, we know that they need to match. We know that they need these uh, ancillary forms and footnotes. Uh, elections. There's a lot of elections we have to make. If you don't make them, you might be messed up in years in the future, and you can't go back and change it. If you didn't make the election of the, during the up to the due date of the tax return, uh, you can't go back and amend those. And so there's a lot of things you may not even know you don't know. And so that's why uh, so many people uh, get their tax return done. But more importantly, on the investment side, okay, I'm a do-it-yourself investor. We've talked on this show before about you can be the smartest guy in the world, but if you're not licensed as a financial advisor, you do not have access to uh, fixed index annuities for accumulation or for increasing lifetime cash flow, uh, universal life as an asset uh, investment. Uh, you don't have access to uh, the long-term care insurance, uh, asset-based long-term care insurance we can put you in. Uh, you don't have access to maybe structured notes. Uh, certainly Delaware statutory trusts, opportunity zone investments you can't do on your own, private non-traded equity or debt REITs you can't do on your own. So again, you you can be the smartest person in the world, but you don't have access to that stuff. So that's why, you know, having a CPA and advisor on your team uh, can get you access to getting the forms right, getting everything in there right to reduce your audit risk and get the return better uh, done. Uh, on the investment side, access to the products, working together, uh, better strategies going forward. I, I think that's super important to have all that. And finally, a lot of people come in, maybe they have been do-it-yourself, but they're going, you know, their their spouse might be going, what happens when something happens to you? Who do I call? And they're mm-hmm. going, ooh, that's a problem. And so by having us as part of the team, uh, boy, that really can relieve the spouse's anxiety about what happens if something happens to you. Can't we just work together with someone so that we know we can make a phone call and everything has been planned for? We have our our will or living trust updated, our health care directives, our durable power attorneys. We have our finances in order. My cash flow is taken care of for life even if you're not here our taxes are being done right. I'm not worried about being audited and losing because we didn't do things right. You know, all this stuff. There's a ton of peace of mind that can come with a, a proper team of a financial advisor and CPA actually working together. So, Brian, if I'm hearing you correctly, people are audited not because they're deceitful necessarily, but because they haven't used the right forms or they didn't fill in the right information on those forms. Does using a firm such as Madrona Financial and CPAs and having someone who knows what they're doing, does that really reduce your risk of being audited? And if you are audited, what happens then? Well, certainly if we're doing the tax return, you reduce your risk of audit because, um, you know, in all the years of being a CPA, I, I had very, I, very, very few in-person audits uh, because, you know, the forms are done right. And I think, and that's why I attribute it to that, just my own experience. I'm thinking here in Valley's, you know, we do thousands of returns a year and, and I'm not, I don't see all these audits. Uh, they'll send notices and we can fight those. But one of the things about that is if we're not your accountant or you don't have one and you get a notice that you're being audited, um, good luck trying to find somebody to represent you because, uh, you know, I don't know you. We don't know you. You're, so how are we going to work with you? Uh, whereas if you're a client of ours and, and we get that notice, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be there for you. And your CPA would be, too. So there is that uh, kind of peace of mind from that. 
if you get notices from the IRS, one thing I want to mention, don't panic. I've had people panic, and I remember this one, you know, my <laughs> story of that where yeah. he totally panicked. He got a notice. He had to see me that day, so I drove all the way across town. He was freaking out. Uh, I mean, the guy was a captain in the Coast Guard, you know, way up there, right below Rear Admiral, and and very intelligent guy and all this stuff. And, and you know, he'd gone to war and, and fought battles and done all this stuff. He was petrified. And so I got there. I said, what did it say? He said, I don't know. I was too afraid to open it. I was like, what? <laughs> I drove all the way across town. You didn't even open it? Yeah. So I opened it up and it was like, uh, thank you for your estimated tax payments. Here's some more envelopes for your next one. So that's all it was. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, you're buying dinner. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope, or something. I hope he bought. I made him pay. Yeah, I hope he bought. <laughs> I hope that he paid for dinner for you. That's an interesting story. I mean, nothing strikes fear into people more than opening up the mailbox and getting something that says IRS on the return address. So it is very comforting to know that you there at Madrona Financial and CPAs can help people out with those notices and help people to to make sure that they don't get audited. We've been talking with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial and CPAs on our program, Growing Your Wealth. We've been talking about ways that your CPA and Madrona Financial and CPAs can work together. Once again, if you would like your rooted wealth analysis, go to madronafinancial.com and click on the Get Started button to get that. And be sure to scroll to the bottom of the screen there and download your digital copy of Seven Steps to a Successful Retirement. And again, I will encourage you, if you would like a digital copy of that and you're on your phone, you simply can text RADIO to 833-673-7373 to get your digital copy. 833-673-7373. Out of time for this week, Brian, I want to thank you for your time. Most of all, I want to thank our listeners for joining us. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Get out, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth show should constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans and Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation and diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. At Madrona Financial Services, we believe you should never worry about running out of money in retirement. Retirement should be spent doing what you love with the people you love. The CPAs and financial advisors at Madrona Financial Services want you to know that with proper financial planning, that's exactly what you can have. Their goal is to do everything they can to help you achieve a financially secure future. They have many tools and ways to help you reach your retirement goals, from guaranteed lifetime income streams and protection against market losses to alternative real estate investments and strategies to minimize your taxes. With the Madrona Bundle of Services, they have everything you'll need to plan for retirement under one roof. So schedule your complimentary meeting today and get back to enjoying your retirement. Call 844-MADRONA or visit madronafinancial.com. They'll arrange a meeting at one of their three convenient locations or conduct a virtual meeting if that works better for you. Take control of your financial future at madronafinancial.com. And now here's Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial Services. Here's Brian Evans. 
Often when I talk about annuities with a client as an option for some of their investable assets, the response I receive is, well, I hate annuities. And I go, well, why do you hate annuities? And they say, well, I don't know, but I think I do because that's what I hear about on the news. Well, you probably would say that if you listen to some of the advertising put out by another firm that says, I hate annuities and you should too. Now, every investment has positives and every investment has detriments. So uh, if you just want to be in the stock market, that's fine. The positive is long-term growth, generally, very volatile, and uh, it's liquid. But the stock market is not designed for lifetime cash flow, and it's not designed for security. Annuities are designed for that. They just serve a different purpose. And so the primary use of annuities is to provide lifetime cash flow. You can also get those that are uh, accumulation assets, and much like a CD. And so I've never heard anybody say, I hate CDs, and I would hate them even more if they paid more than they do now. Well, that's what an annuity can be. I've never heard anybody say, I hate getting monthly checks. I hate getting checks from Social Security. I hate getting pension checks. Well, an annuity kind of serves the same purpose, you know, lifetime cash flow. And so I I don't know why someone would say, "I, I would hate the idea of secure lifetime cash flow. So don't always believe all the advertising that's out there. Annuities may play a role or may not play a role in your portfolio. But if you are more interested in security and lifetime cash flow than your growth and liquidity for all of your assets, consider an annuity. Even the mightiest of trees can be blown over if they don't have strong enough roots. The same is true with your investment plan. Can your plan withstand a financial storm? Go to madronafinancial.com and click on the Get Started button to request your rooted wealth analysis. You can also click on the chat button and ask us anything. We have a searchable library with answers to your questions. Visit madronafinancial.com.